This is it, football fans. The college football playoff comes to a close tonight. Not only is it a great game, there are a ton of NFL prospects that are going to play in this ballgame. We're going to get today who to watch, what it means, and how do we go to take bits and pieces from this ballgame and wrap them into the evaluation for the upcoming NFL draft. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. <laughs> You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, football fans. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics, and your host here as well as on the Chief Show on Locked On. Thanks for making us your first listen maybe check out one of our other shows as well we're brought to you today by onlinegambling.com the place for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the playoffs as well as this bowl game get over there and check them out gonna be an interesting show today because this is just what i'm gonna watch at the end of the day this is what i'm looking for for a number of different prospects and situations as well um due to some technical difficulties we don't have croc today he was in California covering the Niners game and had trouble getting back and that kind of thing. So we're just going to run through what is important about this championship game. We'll be back with Croc here uh, likely tomorrow. For me, it comes down to the best player on this particular field this particular night as this college season comes to wrap is not draft eligible. So while Will Anderson is certainly worth speaking about, he doesn't really fall into our focus here on this show about what the draft needs to be what it has to offer at a given position or anything else for me i come from the analytics and the really the front office perspective um what would a gm do i simulate i go through scenarios about team building and how you put the pieces together to build a championship roster croc is obviously all the film all the player perspective for me it's about the sum equaling more than the whole or the reverse, depending on how you're going about. And on Black Monday today, there's a ton of firings. There's a ton of franchises looking for GMs as well. It comes into, especially if you just let your GM go, what can you do to lock down? What can you pay attention to in this game that can help you going forward make the difference? Like I said, there's so many different matchups that you can take away from that the challenge right now for NFL front offices is, especially if you're one of those teams that just lost their GM or he retired in New York, like there's a number of things that you still have to go about your business. You have to scout this game, whether you're watching live or watching all 22 or you're in the stadium, you have to take care of business because this is how you make your living. This is how you go about checking the boxes for the next class and the next class as you go along. I'm really excited about what this game's going to bring because it's been a long time, I think, since I thought of one end pinnacle game. Obviously, maybe before the college football playoff, maybe it wasn't uh, as rare. Maybe there was the Rose Bowl was the king for a reason or thing, something like that. But to have so many prospects, they're going to affect this draft one way or the other right now in one game to cap off the season uh, is great because there's going to be so much going on. It's going to be difficult to watch all the players that are important at any one time. So set your DVRs, make sure you get the all 22 view, had some trouble with it, with some of the other uh, playoff games. Uh, I'm crossing my fingers tonight, knocking on wood that that all 22 ESPN broadcast actually works because 
that really goes a long way in helping not just us that review and evaluate players every year, but for all of you that watch and want to know what's going on. Sometimes you can't see the safeties because they're not on the screen. This is a great way to do it. And we're not here. ESPN is not uh, a partner of ours, but I just want to say that that's a unique view that you get in some of these games that you need to check out. It also goes a long way towards giving you a little bit more context. And context is what this is about, because while Will Anderson will be pressing, you are going to see Sawyer, who has been, I think, very key lately in making himself known uh, with the last couple of ball games. Aiden Hutchinson as well had some nice plays. Obviously, Hutchinson didn't didn't explode in that ball game against the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, but a lot of that was because of Sawyer. So he has an opportunity here to be um, against the underclassman who isn't going to come out, make a name for himself that much more, make himself known in this tackle class that includes Conwell and Cross and Neal, and not necessarily in that order. Um, I know a lot of people are are jumping around on the tackle rankings lately. I am too. Um, every every new All-22 that I get to watch uh, probably jumps me in a different direction. Uh, I do think that it's very much pick your poison, pick your flavor of the offensive tackle group there in the top three. What else can be done? What can be set forward? So I'm going to watch that matchup, not just for future for Will Anderson, but for Sawyer as well, and, and see, can he break into that top 10 of the position? Can he beat out somebody that, that maybe has been inconsistent? There are a couple of guys farther down the tackle list that still look to be top 100s that don't necessarily give you the consistency that we've seen in some other classes. So that's a concern for me as for this group as a whole. So I'm going to be watching that. That's the first matchup that I, I'm really going to key in on. And again, it's going to be something where you're going to have to divide your attention. You're going to have to rewind a lot, and that's just the way that it's going to go. Um, I hope that I have enough energy for it, and because I do, I'm going to have a stash of these guys around, these built bars, because this is the stuff that you need to get through a game like this. Whether you're munching away or you need the extra energy, if you're a workout fiend and this is about nutrition for you or it's about building lean body mass, whatever it is for you, Built Bar can help you. It tastes like a candy bar. It's got all the macros you need, and they're great low dose in terms of calories, 130 to 150 low sugars, low net carbs, tons of protein. And these things really take the place of some of the other possibilities you had to fuel yourself through a game like this or a workout or whatever you're looking for. So check them out. They have all kinds of new uh, flavors coming out all the time. Uh, I can't keep up with them, to tell you the truth. So I kind of stick with my my own, the, the toffee and the coconut brownie and you know the chocolate chunk and all that kind of stuff. Those are my favorites. My kids try to steal them too. So um, we got a deal for you too. Just go to built.com and use our code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. Makes it super simple. Built.com, LOCKED15 is the code for 15% off. Now, also, our newest sponsor is helping us out today, and we appreciate them. OnlineGambling.com is not where you lay the bets. It's how you lay the bets. It's the information that you need. It's all the data that you want in order to help yourself be better at this venture that you're starting online gambling is on a mission to be the world's most empowering gaming and betting site giving gamblers the edge and providing the best and most trusted experience online all day every day just like we are five days a week the onlinegambling.com <clears throat> you can check it out for all the playoff news as well as the tips and little bits about the games that can make the difference visit the website for more of that today it's over and it's got the latest nfl news as well and all you got to do is make sure you visit onlinegambling.com slash nfl for all the latest everything that you can want to know remember that's onlinegambling.com slash nfl make the most of these playoffs you might even get a chance to make the most of this particular game when we take a look and there's no easy way to break this down so i'm kind of just going by like what am i here to watch what are the big 
stories. And for me, as I've started to break down the wide receiver group, it becomes abundantly clear that you have Pickens on one side and you have Williams on the other. Pickens obviously hasn't played much this season, has an ability to really like show a flash of what he's been in the past, because quite frankly, down the stretch, he hasn't been able to do that. So for him, it's about redemption and it's about getting back into, uh, you know, that top 10 that, you know, could he be a top 50 pick? Got to show something in my opinion. Uh, I'm sure that the scouting departments around the league are going to rely heavily on previous film, but at the end of the day, you got to take what's there now with a healthy dose of reality before you move forward in your evaluation. So got to see something from him. The bigger question for me though, is what Williams does. I think he's shown for me an uptick in versatility um, with some of the jet motion, some of the drag routes. It's not just the exploit deep. And like you saw with this first matchup against Georgia, where he got behind the defense in some key ways that maybe we didn't expect. And maybe there's all kinds of theories about Georgia playing possum or whatever they might be doing. Could be true. Could be not. I have absolutely no, uh, I think Kirby will be the only person who knows until we know. And when we do, we'll find out that it was a combination of things. One, just being just how good Williams is. And when I start to work up his evaluation, the versatility comes on and it becomes a matter of, does he still have that ability now that they know what to look for? Now that this team in particular, this studded defense has been exploited by him in the past in their last matchup, what can he do now? Do they double? Do they bracket? Do they keep somebody super high? I mean, we're talking 20 yards off the ball or something because of what he's able to do. I don't think that's necessarily a solution because you still have to be able to cover to the sidelines. And that's not, I think, the biggest strength of the total secondary for Georgia. They have some good players and they have some attributes about them that we like. I certainly do. But being able to stop him when he's already got ahead of steam, I think, is a long shot. So I want to see him do... The couple of things that I think are weaker in his game, I'd like to see those tonight because I think that the Georgia Bulldogs will do their best to take away the deep super dunk plays where he just destroys that defense. So what are, what are the two things that right now I want to see more of from Jameson Williams? One, I want to see a little bit more physicality through his route. He has a lot of free releases. Does that change tonight? They can line him up however they want. Eventually, he's going to come into contact. How does he survive that? Does the route survive? Or is it about giving enough time to the quarterback to get him the ball? That's got to be seen because that's one thing that I don't see a lot in his routes, and I want to see a little bit more physicality through the route. The other one is the catch point. There's nothing wrong with all of his explosive plays. Obviously, he's a monster at that. He may be the, the most dominant wide receiver uh, that's eligible anyway. <clears throat> Not to... JXN to, to take him out of the, the mix there. <clears throat> but it, it's about the, the physicality of the catch point too, because at the NFL level, you're going to have more players that are able to maybe not keep all the way up with you, but be close. And you're going to have to fight through the catch point at some point. And I don't see enough of that on his game film for me yet. I want to see a little bit more of that. And I think that may be what this game kind of slants itself towards. On the offensive side for Alabama, also need to see that Neil holds up um, against Walker and the rest of the guys that are going to rotate there and try to attack him outside on the edge. And then it comes back to Robinson. And what can you do against that matchup inside? It's, it's not just Jordan Davis. The whole defensive front is going to be, I think, specifically aimed 
at taking away those a gaps. If they do that, where's Dean? How much is he blitzing? We'll get into him here in a little bit because I think he has an opportunity to solidify himself. Um, where he is in the rankings is right now, I think just a little bit topsy turvy. I've gone back and forth this whole time on he and Devin Lloyd for our uh, LB one. Can he, can he grab that and make it his, we we've seen the end of, of Lloyd's season. So we have that. Um, and it was not a game that he was actually able to, to show a whole lot just because of the way that uh, Ohio State was was attacking that defense. So there's an opportunity here for Dean because I think Robinson is going to be a more central character in what they have to do. I like the chances of the D-line really controlling the ball a little bit more. Being able to stop what they want to do, I think there'll be plenty of opportunity for Dean to come in and make plays in that direction. But the as it wears on, I do think it will become more of a pass centric game i don't know that it's going to be a grind the whole way like maybe a lot of folks are hoping for um i'm good either way because i want to see all the talents really expressed that from a front office from a gm perspective and for what i do accordingly that's what i want to see i want everybody to get a chance to show me something that i haven't seen especially against this ultra level of competition that's one thing to say that the sec championship game is the same thing it's another to say we came back and we did it again so they got to have the gas to get it done I want to see it from everyone. That's that's what it comes down to, every last one. And if you want to get a little bit money back on every last cent that you spend on gasoline, we have an app for you. It's called Get Upside. All you got to do is grab that app from an app store. It doesn't matter if it's iTunes or Apple or Google or wherever it is. You can download that, put it on, use our code TOUCHDOWN. After you do that, you start tracking your gasoline purchases. You get 25 cents back on every gallon right into your account. You can pay it out to yourself however you like whether it's Amazon or a bank account or PayPal or whatever it is. Then right now, if you sign up with this code touchdown with the get upside app, you get an additional 25 cents back on your first tank. So for me, I drive a truck with like 30 plus gallons every time I fill up. So that's 50 cents off on every single gallon on your first purchase. You want to go check that out. That's get upside the app, use the code touchdown and you'll get 50 cents off on your first tank. So that said, if you have the fuel, they have the fuel. For me, the fuel is going to come in a number of different ways. Like we said, what can Dean do? On the opposite side, it's just as true. Harrison Toto. I'm really, really interested to see just how explosive they can be. They We've seen them go back and forth a little bit about who has really the, the bigger impact on games. I think what you're going to see from White and from Cook is that it's a, a little bit more of a, a testing applauding see who's where because i think both those linebackers have a chance to be good professionals when and where we'll find that out later but the combination of of white and cook that i think is is a great change of pace i don't know that he's a uh an every down carry the ball workhorse kind of guy i do like what he brings to the table though and i think that's enough of a change up to really pressure those linebackers into showing what they're truly capable of not just in terms of processing and recognition, but on the athleticism side as well, which is something I track everywhere, whether it's the GPS on field or all of the testing data that becomes very, very important. You'll see more of that this offseason um, from Rogue Analytics, the company that I run that really whittles that down to give you who the best athletes are. I want to see that on the field as well. The linebacker level is going to be a little bit challenged. I think 
the biggest question is probably Darian Kendrick, um, Lewis Sign, and the rest of the the secondary for for Georgia and what they can do against Williams. And, and we talked about that particular concept for Williams, but for the defenders on this point, it is to learn from the mistakes that you made in the first game. Part of that is alignment. Part of that is on the coaching staff. So we have to bake that in to this watch tonight. But you also have to say, you got to take a little bit better angles. You've been burned. You understand the speed relative to you on the field. You have to take that under your own wing. That's important as well. I want to see a little bit better respect and acceleration and jumping when you when you get the signs. If you think that it's it's an underneath route that he then turns up, like you have to jump on it like that. I need to see reaction time from the DBs out of Georgia as well. At the end of the day, I, I think without Mechie on the field, and he's somebody we're going to talk about through the whole draft process and and what that late injury does. Same thing with Matt Corral. Like, what does the injury actually boil down to? What does it mean in the evaluation process? Without him, I, I think there's opportunity for Georgia, and I think they have a chance to control what the passing game can really do from Alabama and, and keep it in front of them. You're not going to shut down Williams. I don't. I, I don't think I'll ever say that again, probably. But you have to make sure that you're able to limit it to what works for you in terms of the scope of what you're able to do as well. Uh, quarterbacks on the other side for Georgia are, are going to be a question mark. You need to get them going as well. The the real matchup that, again, is a, a, an ineligible player for this draft is Bowers. But it comes down to exploitation and control back and forth. This is a team game. And so for the secondary of Georgia, it's about not letting – Jameson Williams gets you to the point that you can't recover. That's what it comes down to. And that's self-recognition. It's scouting. It's understanding what he's going to try to do to you and what that acceleration is truly on the field now that you've seen it up close. And so for the evaluation of the defenders uh, in the secondary, it becomes, did you learn your lesson? Did you adjust somehow? Uh, can you show me that you're a headier player than just instinctually playing uh, how you played everyone else? especially when you've seen what he's done in the past. So those are the keys that I'm looking for. Um, Croc will probably have a lot of takeaways as well, particularly in those last couple of matchups, the wideouts versus secondary. Uh, we'll get to that when he's back. But I'd like to know what you guys are looking for. If you'd leave your comments down in the YouTube comments or on an iTunes review, uh, we're just getting going. This is the start of the draft process right now. We've been getting through the season as best we can uh, as we try to take in what is such a, a volume of data and games that we don't get to watch because there's just not enough hours in the day. Now is the point where we get into the evaluations and we can break them down. I'm really looking forward to this draft cycle. You can find out more from us. Uh, over at the YouTube or on all the audio platforms. We're always free. And you can find out more information about the athleticism at rogueapc.com. That's where all of my company's work goes. Uh, I'm really teed up for this one. I hope that you guys are as well. Hope you enjoy this ball game. We'll be back with you with takeaways, and then we'll get in. We'll probably do a mock draft later in the week this week. We'll have Rob Rang back just like we always do, and we will see you next time.